This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, I'm back. And he's back in the office, and uh, I'm back. Some of you are probably not happy with that. It's uh, Jerry and Ass with the uh, postgame podcast, Jerry and Al. I kind of like that, by the way. Al the sports sponge yeah. and Jerry. It's like you're like there's Bubba the love sponge and now yes. there's Al the sports sponge. Although the problem with that are are the first three letters of each word, which spells out ass. Yeah, I just meant I was that's, soaking that's up kinda, sports I know, but, knowledge. I mean, you put it out there I did. and Craig ran with it. Yeah. So it's the uh, Jerry and Ass or Ass and Jerry podcast, postgame podcast, which is kind of cool, actually. Oh, it's I think we should just change it to uh, that. It doesn't sound great. By the way, the only ass in the room right now is me, and that's because of this whole Vegas thing, which I'm very glad that you're allowed me to take a moment to discuss this because there's a couple of issues here. Now, I am amazed on Twitter that I did not get destroyed for telling Craig this morning that I really can't go to Vegas because of my little league uh, commitments that I have that weekend. Do I want to go to Vegas? Of course I want to go to Vegas. I think every person would like to go. Should I? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not going. Part of the reason I'm not going is is, hey, I don't give a – I really don't care about this fight. I want to go to hang out with you and Eddie and even Craig and Boomer if that happened. It would be a fun weekend. The problem is there's so much that's going into this one day, which is really Friday night and Saturday. It's just, you know what, I'm going to pass on this one and do what I signed up to do. And I thank everybody for the support on Twitter because you couldn't wait to throw the callers on burying me, and I think you're surprised you didn't get more. Yeah, I'm actually surprised because people on Twitter hate everything and are looking for an excuse to attack. The fact that a lot of the Twitter people supported you, that you made a commitment to the T-Ballers and your son. And by the way, it's two teams. It's not just the T-Ballers. So so you were really, if you went to Vegas for the weekend of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, you would have missed five games probably. Uh, Four. Four games. uh, And you made a commitment to these kids. And uh, you're going to stick with that. Yes. I think it's admirable, Jerry. I am going to stick with it. But, I, again, do you think I don't want to go? Of course no, of I want to. Even my wife go. was like, wow, you're, you're actually going to stay home and not go. Right. I say, well, what am I supposed to do? The, the fact of the matter is, you know, the T-ball team, say what you want about that. That's not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy to, to do. But I don't really have an assistant. And you have to be certified to coach these games. I can't just say, hey, Bob. Come do this. I'd actually have to cancel the games or forfeit the games, and it's not fair. I'm not going to do that. As much as I would like to go to Vegas for two days, it would be fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, fortunate for me, uh, outside of this job, I really have no responsibility. What is that like? Um, well, it's um, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, 
Let me let me take you through Monday for me, all right? Yes. I, I stayed here till 1. I couldn't do the podcast because I had to get to the fields to get them ready for the games Monday night. Ha ha, funny, but you want to play, you got to get them ready. I was there from 1.50 until 2.50. Went and picked up my one son from school. Went and picked up my other kid from school. Went straight from there, took them to the doctor because I had to do something with the younger guy. From the doctor, got home, gave them dinner, got them dressed to the fields for the first games at 6 o'clock. Got home from the fields at 8.30, took a shower, laid down at 9.15 to the Yankee game, woke up at 2.30. Not fun. Yeah, but here's my thing. Uh, Like, I played Little League when I was a kid. My dad was not involved as far as coaching sure. and things. He would go to the games. So you like that extra work in being the coach. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what I enjoy. The team from day one to when you get to the mid middle part of the summer where the season's ending, to see the improvement, It honestly, it's actually quite rewarding. It's fun. It really is. And where are the other dads here? A lot of them are helping. A lot of them work until 6, 7 o'clock at night, and oh, they right. can't. And, and they all email me. I'd love to be there, but I can only make these games. That's fine. So I have a I have a handful of guys that help. But your your kids are at an age where they like dad being around still. No question. Matthew is going to be eleven, and we still have a great relationship. Yeah. When does that change? You think? For I hope boys? it doesn't. I mean, I look at Gunner and Boomer. Yeah, it doesn't change as much for boys as it does for girls. At about fourteen, can't stand being around their father. Listen, when Kim was pregnant, I said, "Whatever it is, it's fine," and I mean that. The fact that I got two boys, right? Yes, much easier <laughs> to deal with. Well, it's a different relationship. Uh, speaking of some of the boys uh, here, Jerry, as I segue in, uh, Tommy, who who um, is our, what is his, what do we call him? Uh, well, he puts down breakfast coordinator, but he's really the tape op for the show. Tape operator. He, uh, he um, edits the audio, the fun Susan right. audio we hear and all that stuff. Well, yesterday uh, I was getting text messages from various women uh, that I've known over my life and um, women I have dated, women that have been my girlfriend, women I casually dated. Uh, a lot of text messages coming in all all little out of time. Who is Tommy Lugauer? Okay. Who is Tommy Lugauer? Who is Tommy Lugauer? I'm like, That's why is everyone asking me who this Tommy Lugauer is that I work with? And uh, evidently, he went to my Instagram account and he looked at who I was following, who I was friends with. Okay. And if they were a female, he requested. Uh, permission to look at their photos and to begin following every one of their photographic posts, which is what Instagram is. Then he, then so I tweeted, um, I tweeted this that this was happening, and then I also got messages from women who follow me on Instagram or who have commented on some of my pictures that I've taken that I'm not necessarily following them because I don't know them. Right, and he requested them as well. So I now I don't know. Is this not normal behavior? I wouldn't it know. It seems a little strange. Okay. Um, because yesterday when I kept look looking over at Tommy, you know, we worked a full seven hour sh- uh, shift on the air, so it was a lot of downtime for Tommy. Uh, most of the time I looked over, he was on his phone. So this is what he was doing. Right. I was wondering who's he text all morning. I always wondered that too, because his buddies yeah. I would think are out till three in the morning. Right. On the weekends, I know he likes to party, which is great. Yeah, it turns out he wasn't texting. He was he was requesting women on 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 Instagram. So hmm. I went this morning to look at his Instagram to see how many how many people he's following. Okay, and he's he's following seven hundred and ninety one people. I'm going to think just by your face. It's a lot. It's a lot, lot. It's a how lot many of people. Follow? To follow. Maybe a hundred. Maybe maybe a hundred. Not even. Interesting. I I don't know where to go yeah. with this because I don't know Instagram. Well, it'd be weird. It'd be like if if. If he just started following um, 
Well, you have uh, you have nieces. Sure. How old are they? Would you say? Uh, 21, okay. 20 and f- 24. All of a sudden, your niece uh, texts you, Jerry. Yeah, that would be weird. Who's this Tommy Lugauer? He okay. started following me on Instagram. He'd be like, why are you? And requesting permission to look at their photos. Yeah. All right, that would it be strange. It just seemed a little strange. No, I get it. I get it. So you, you, you have not really gotten random requests. You don't usually get random requests for no, people. I do, but that's because due to being on the radio on the show, and television. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, yeah. But the people that I follow on there, I know or know them through right. the Instagram. You're not just requesting randomly. randoms. Yeah. Huh. Well, what do we do about this? So it was just a little strange. Now, you did not bring this up on the air, which was I good, didn't. I guess. Well, I brought it up to Craig before the show. Right. I, I guess he didn't. It just didn't come up today. So we had too much going on. How do we proceed? And there's no proceed. Just uh, it's just. These are these are the these are the 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 age gaps I think that you know Tommy's sure thirty I'm forty five. Well, and also too for myself I'm forty one. I again you're on Instagram I get it right. I am not caught up to Instagram nor yeah. do I ever think I will. Oh, it's terrific. So you... when he's over on whatever it might be Tinder or Instagram well, or a Twitter site. Well, whatever I yeah. mean it could be Match I mean anything or it could be Let's Go Out Tonight dot com I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing half the time. By the way, if that's available, let's go out tonight.com. Why don't we get I it? would like to do that as we, a business. If you would like to, well, here's what we should do, right? Hey, do it now before people can do this. Let's do it now before this, this thing actually goes live. What I did, will register. What do we call what it? What did you call it? Let's go out tonight.com. Let's oh, this is going to be awesome. Go Dating out website. tonight. And how about com. this? No back and forth like match.com. Forbidden. Uh, oh, forbidden. That means someone's got it. Someone's got it. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go out tonight.com. There is a uh, there's a dating um I don't know if it's a website or but it's basically let's go to lunch or it's it's there you is. meet you meet meeting meetforlunch.com or something like that where you meet for lunch. All right, well I'm I'm actually searching the domain right now so yeah. I can find this out instantly and yeah. it is it's not available. No. Oh. I thought it was kind of good though. Yeah, like, that's a good one. Boom. We would have had a lot of competition with this. We would need an app for sure. GoDating.com is available yeah. for $159. So basically what I'm saying is if you listen to this and you are on my Instagram or you follow Instagram or you've ever liked one of my photos, Tommy probably requested you yesterday. That's very interesting. But, you know, some people like that. They like getting their numbers up. Yes. So they would love a, a Tommy follow. Are you into the .nets? Because we can no, get it in a I'm .net. Not, .net is bull. If I don't can't get a dot com, I'm not interested in. Well, the Well, SNY's got a dot TV. Yeah, People no find one it. barely find it. Okay, you so barely find it. that. You got to have dot com. All right, let's move on from that, Al. As much as I'd like to get a website going with you, which would be fun and you know profitable, <laughs> that would be a key. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, let's talk some entertainment because why we would do sports, I don't know. And let's talk about David Letterman, who is uh, well. it's... The end is kind of near, matter of fact. He's going to start taping the final 28 shows. They announced the, or I don't know if he announced it, but it's out there anyway. CBS announced it. Yeah, the guest uh, list that's coming up. I know Seinfeld is certainly part of it. Howard Stern is part of it. It was a pretty good guest list, uh, as a matter of fact. Don Rickles will be in it. Uh, some of the musical guests as well. Your thoughts on the end of Letterman, the, the guests he's going to have, and uh, do you think this is right? I mean, I don't know. I'm always... When I look at, think of late night TV, he's one of the first guys I think of, and I don't know what his ratings are, but is it the right time for him to walk away? And do you think he's done? I think he's done. I think he's going to do a Johnny Carson because Johnny Carson was his idol, mm-hmm. and I think he'll do like Johnny Carson. He will retire, and you will not see David Letterman again. Like he will just disappear just right off into the sunset. Right off into the sunset. Enjoy his retirement. Letterman was one of those guys uh, where I wanted to 
kind of be on the radio because of Howard Stern and David Letterman. Really? Yeah, I was like really into Letterman when I was younger, like okay. uh, last year of high school, then all through college. I did not miss a Letterman show. Hmm. So I was really into it. And then actually when he switched to CBS, the show to me became more produced, and I liked sort of the... The 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 low budget feel of the NBC show, you know, kind of like what Craig Ferguson was. Yeah, very low budget. Yes. He just kind of flew off the seat of his pants, and more of a cult following type right. of thing. Uh, so I kind of bailed in the some of the CBS years, uh, but I just wrote myself a note today to tape Letterman from here on out. Sure, because that, it's a weird childhood type of mm-hmm. thing for me because I was a huge Letterman guy, and that just seems like. Another sign that you're getting old. I, you know, it's so funny. It's As you weird. were just saying that, I was just thinking, does it go through your head? Yeah. Like another chapter of your life yes. has ended now. Now you're moving into your mid to late 40s. Right. Like, do, are you the type that gets depressed over that? No, I mean, I, 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 when I look, because I haven't watched Letterman in a long time, and I and I glance in now at, at clips, and he's very gray-haired now. Sure. You know, um, and to see probably the Howard Stern going on there will really be like, well, because... Howard looks older now. When Howard retires, the, you know, Seinfeld's gone. It was like Seinfeld, Stern, Letterman for me. Right. So Seinfeld's gone, but he still does. He still is around. Uh, Letterman, I think, will disappear. Howard might disappear, too, at some point. And it is weird. It just makes me does make me feel old. I look at, when we look at the ball players. when you see a guy start and finish. Yes. And all of a sudden, like, you're talking about David Wright, and you think about him. Like, Jeter, first of all, the fact that he's gone to me is like, what the hell just happened? Like, Right, you remember you when he came up. Right, like, he's supposed to be there every night. Yeah. And, you know, for the other guys, whatever. But Jeter, I, I'll never forget when he came up. And I'm not a Yankee fan, but you certainly follow And I've been working at this radio station since 97, so really been following the Yankees as a non-Yankee fan. So it is weird, whether it's entertainment guys or whether it's sports guys, you start to start feeling old. Now that I look at my son who's 10 going on 11, and all of a sudden he's becoming more of not just a little boy. I was like, I don't feel old. Right. I mean, I don't know about you. I don't I don't look in the mirror and be like, yo, man. Well, we have, I think, it feels different for us, I think, because we don't, we have jobs that are kind of suspended adolescence type jobs. You yeah, know, you're not wrong about We're here, that. we bust balls, it's a, it's a goofy show. It's fun, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you know, we're not going to an office where I think you might feel like as you're getting older, I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, it is I, weird, though. I think you're right. If you were going to, could you imagine your life, what your life would be if you were, let's say, I don't want to I don't want to pick on any type of you know business or, or occupation, but I'm just throwing this out there. If you were just an office assistant, let's just say that, make it nice and easy, and your job day to day was to punch that clock at 830, and a lot of people that might listen to this probably do that, and God bless you for doing it. You punch the clock at 8.30, you get your 45 minutes for lunch at 1, you're back in there at one forty-five, and you're staring at the clock until 5.15. Right. And then you get on the train, and you get home about 7, and that's your life. Right. I mean... Yeah, it's tough. And I, I think what's weird is, so people that have a 9-to-5 kind of cubicle job, as we say, I think the people like that, you know, I don't go out, I don't do anything outside of here. Because I feel like I get everything from this job. Yeah. So I think people that have those other jobs that are sort of nine to five, punch in the clock type jobs, those are people that they live their life outside of those. It's outside right. of work. I live my life in work and which, not outside which of it. Which is not a bad thing. Most people, you're right, leave work to go get a release at a bar yes. so they can have a couple of laughs. Yeah. So where it's like, 
this weekend we're doing this because yes. I'm busting my ass all week. Where I'm quite content to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good from work. I agree. I'm just going to go do nothing now. But really, as Greg says, it's yeah. not work. Yes. It really isn't. So, yeah, the Jeter thing definitely, that was a good point with Jeter. Because I felt it when um, I started my radio career in Tampa in 94. Right. And the Buccaneers, either 94 or 95, drafted Derek Brooks. So I was there the whole Derek Brooks. And then... Like he was in the hall. He's in the Hall of Fame now. Sure. So that career is over. The years have passed. And five enough. years went on. Right. I agree. That's very strange. It's kind of like to me. Eli. Like the idea that Eli has been in the league already now eleven years. Like, right. What? Like where did that go? I mean, he's in his he's in his early thirties. I still look at him as a little kid. I don't know. It's it's very strange. And life and time just goes on like sand through the hourglass. Well, this is a depressing way to end things. But I'm going to tape Letterman from here on out. You said 28 shows? That's what I read. 28 more shows. They're starting the taping, and we're ready to rock. I'm sure they'll do Bill Murray last guest, because Bill Murray was his first guest on uh, Late Night. Really? I didn't know And was also his first guest. Letterman had a a daytime television show before that. I I believe Bill Murray was his first guest. Oh, I was like a Letterman freak. I see that. How about this? So I went to graduate school at Indiana State. Because David Letterman was from Indiana. Come on. That I swear That's why you. you picked Indiana State, not because of the program? No. Or the... I wanted to go to wow. school in Indiana. And Dave Letterman went to Ball State. But Ball State in Indiana didn't have the program I wanted. I would have so loved to have gone Indiana there. State. You're right. I was like, I'm going somewhere in Indiana. That's I was, why you came to CBS freak. Radio, because David Lee Roth. No, no, because <laughs> David Letterman was now at CBS. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> totally unrelated. Yeah, unrelated. Another good time in your life. Yes. <laughs> By the way, think about that. I know we got to go. Think about that, though, where you were doing morning radio, whatever year that was. What year was that? 2006. 2006, your mornings, what they were like. And then just fast forward 24 months to 2008, what your mornings yes, became. Very different. Much would more you, relaxed. Would you have ever thought... Let's say three weeks in to the David Lee Roth run, when you by the you had to have been miserable already with three weeks right, in. Right, it was a would, tough spot. Would you agree? It was a tough spot. When you're on that train or however you're coming into work and you're thinking, I hate my life, I hate my job, I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah. Or something bad is gonna happen. Did you ever think that literally a year or two down the road you'd be in such a good spot? No. Did you I did think, not. Did you think about that cubicle job, about how, how appealing that yes, was? Yes, very appealing. And I was like, you know what? I'll just like write a fun blog or something at night to get this out. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. The turns in life. Oh, yes. All right. I think we got to turn this off now. Okay, peace out. Right. Tape Letterman. stars of the show, Alan Jerry.